You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome in BetQL Daily on this Friday morning. What a Friday it is. So much action going on. We got a full slate of college basketball. Kate and I will get into that plenty. NBA, NFL talk. We got the Players' Championship going on right now in Florida. I'm PJ Glasser, by the way, joined with Kate Constable. We're going to have Mike Manansky joining us at next segment at 920, host of the Friday 4-Pack. Isaac Trotter is going to join us as well from 247 Sports to talk college basketball. And we have to welcome in all our friends from Massachusetts as BetMGM is launching today, and it's fully mobile in Massachusetts. So if you're in the state, welcome the app. It's easy to use, has the best parlay options, great daily promotions, and much more. Register for BetMGM in Massachusetts today so kate if you had to give any words of wisdom any piece of advice to people in massachusetts when they're looking at all the sports going on today all the college basketball you know people are chomping at the bit what what would you tell them with all these these options that they have this is the best time of the year to have betting right march madness is coming up i mean yesterday i couldn't get anything done i sat on my couch all day long watched all the college basketball games from start to finish it's the best time of the year there's just so much going on be smart with your money manage your bankroll get a good system in place do your research beforehand um i know it's exciting and so if i were them i mean starting to bet at this time of the year i'd want to go crazy but you know start slow start with a few games be smart um but have fun with it because it's uh, a, a great thing to be able to do legally. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Also, one thing I will say, you know, people are going to look at all these games, but now that you're able to bet it mobile, bet these games live. You know, a lot of these yeah. games, like I'm looking at these spreads, Kate, a ton of them are like pickums minus one and a half, two and a half. So yeah. many of these games already we've seen here in conference championship week, teams have gotten out to double digit leads. And then there's been these big comebacks and, when a team opens is like, you know, look at that Arkansas-Auburn game yesterday. I know yeah. we were both on Arkansas, right? They were up 15. You could have gotten Auburn at like plus 11 and a half. They end up losing by three. So that's an option now that you have to being able to bet mobile. But let's talk some college hoops, Kate. So yesterday we had some great games. Uh, let's start with that Arkansas game, right? I have a future on Arkansas to win the SEC tournament at 13 to one was looking good for much of that game. They definitely made a sweat it out. They closed at three and a half. So if you got Auburn at the closing number, you actually covered the spread. What are your take though on these two teams as we head into the SEC tournament? Is Auburn a team that you're looking to fade? And do you think Arkansas can keep that momentum maybe going into today in a tough matchup against the Aggies? I'm a little concerned for Arkansas, to be honest. I, I'm not very high on Auburn. I think they've had some good games throughout the season and played some opponents really close, but I'm not totally sold on them. 
I think starting the season, I was much higher on Arkansas, as I'm sure plenty of people were, because they were great to start the season. And then they had some injuries. Nick Smith goes out. They go through kind of a, a down, down time. And then now we're starting to get back. And I just expected them to look a little bit more like the team that we saw earlier in the season. And I don't think they're quite at that point yet. Their offense can kind of stall out at times. Uh, they had quite a few turnovers. So that concerns me a little bit for them. Um, but they're still not a team that I'm willing to fade quite yet or count out completely because they do have some good talent and they have put together a string of very good games, beaten some top teams. Um, and when they get hot, they can put up points in a hurry. So I'm not fully counting them out, but I'm being a little bit more cautious in betting them going forward. Arkansas reminds me a little bit of North Carolina from last year. I think their good is really, really good. And if they get mm -hmm. hot in March Madness, I don't think it would surprise anybody. They're good enough and talented enough to get to a Final Four. Like you said, though, there was a stretch yesterday in that second half. It was just turnover after turnover, yeah. and they let Auburn get back into the game. And that's kind of been like a microcosm of their season. They've had some really good moments. They've also had some really bad a note on Auburn, Bruce Pearl's been at Auburn for nine seasons. This is the seventh time that one of his teams is going to be one and done in the SEC tournament. Mm. So maybe something to keep in mind for future years. Bruce's teams do not tend to do well in the SEC tournament. They have an early exit yet again this year. Let's look at the ACC tournament from yesterday, Kate. Miami escapes with a victory against Wake. Another one of those teams who had a big lead in the second half. Wake came storming back, almost sent it to overtime. And then Duke with a resounding win yesterday against Pittsburgh. Duke's one of those teams that's really starting to turn the corner here towards the end of the year. Are you starting to be a believer in Duke, Kate? Do you think they can do some damage in, uh, in the tournament? Yeah, I am. And I hate to say that, but they've looked very good. They're, they're clicking at the right time. Everything's going um, according to plan for them as of now. I'm just a little cautious with them as well because they're a blue blood. I mean, everyone wants to bet on Duke, right? So is the line going to be a little inflated um, in their favor? Because people kind of look at that and say, oh, Duke's favored by two and a half or Duke's favored by three. They, they'll for sure cover that. That's a short line. Well, just kind of, again, proceed with caution in that too, because while they've looked really good, um, you know, the market just kind of overvalues them a little bit. Now saying that Miami is a team that I've been super high on this season. And I kind of have to put myself in check a little in terms of like recency bias, because when, when they're hot and I'm playing on them and they're winning, like I just kind of want to keep that going. Right. But they're a team who also, when they're shooting well, they can beat anyone. They've got the guard play. They can hit shots from outside, but can they guard inside? And I think that's going to be a little bit of a concern today against how good Kyle Filipowski has been for Duke lately. So I don't know. I mean, do you feel like Duke sometimes gets a little overvalued because they're Duke? Oh, for sure. For sure. And look, they're playing really good basketball. They're kind of looking like UNC at the end of last year, right? Mm -hmm. They were like a bubble team early mid-February. Then they've gone on a win streak here. They're favored today against the Canes. I'm totally with you on Miami. I love their guards. I love Coach Laranega. He's been to a Final Four with George Mason. I just worry about that defense. It reminds me a lot of Baylor on paper with their guards. I think they're fantastic. But like we saw yesterday against Iowa State, Baylor just doesn't guard. Like They don't even show interest in wanting to play defense. So they fall yesterday to Iowa State. 
Kansas without Bill Self, they dominate West Virginia. So many good Big 12 games yesterday, Kate. Kansas, West Virginia, Iowa State, Baylor. You had Texas defeat um, Oklahoma State yesterday. And then TCU without Eddie Lampkin with a big win against Kansas State. Which Big 12 win yesterday would you say was the most impressive to you? Well, I'm going to reverse that question a little and say which one was the most disappointing, and that was Baylor. And that was just solely because of their effort. I mean, if you look at the stats, Iowa State had 44 rebounds compared to Baylor's 17. Iowa State had 21 offensive boards with like, what, a minute a minute 30 left or something? Iowa State's shooting free throws. They miss. They get their own. The free throw shooter, I forget who it was, he gets his own offensive rebound off of a free throw miss and puts it up to go back up 10 or 12 with about a minute and a half left. Like, uh, Baylor had to get that rebound if they wanted a chance to maybe get back in this game. So I was just very disappointed by the effort from Baylor yesterday. And I've liked them all season with their guard play as well. Clearly, I, there's a theme here. I, I like teams with good guard play. But I don't know. I'm worried about Baylor going forward if they have that type of defensive effort. Um, on the other side there, you mentioned Kansas over West Virginia. Kansas looks really good. They do, even without Bill Self. I mean, they shot 52% from the field, and they only shot 41% from the free throw line, and they still won by, ugh, quick math, what is it, uh, 17? So that's that's pretty good. Kansas is a team that I am I, I would be worried about if I had to match up with them. That line against West Virginia yesterday was only three and a half. It made no sense. It made no sense. That line was one of those where I had to double take because I'm like, the line is telling you West Virginia is the right side, but I just, I can't do it. And Kansas, like you said, ends up smashing them. Yeah, that was a weird line. I didn't 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 play on it. And I wish I had, like in hindsight, it was like, of course Kansas was the better team, but the line freaked me out. And so I didn't have a play in that game. And that would have been a very easy uh, cover yesterday. So, wish I had. Yes, it, it, that would have been a nice one. Uh, and then in the Big Ten, we had a big bubble game yesterday. Michigan, they lose to Rutgers. Big win for Rutgers. They got a huge opportunity coming up at noon Eastern time today against Purdue. They win that game. They're probably definitely into the tournament. And then we had Penn State yesterday with a massive win over Illinois. You think it's safe to say, Kate, that Michigan, they're done and Penn State, they're in? Do you think that's fair to say? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if I'm the committee, you look at Michigan's second half yesterday, like that was pathetic. They had four field goals in all of the second half. They went 12 some minutes without scoring a field goal. Like, and you want that team to be in the NCAA tournament? Absolutely not. There's so many other teams, even if they're in the mid-majors, that deserve to be in there more than a Michigan team that's not going to score the basketball in an entire half of a game. And they're supposed to be good. Like, they finished, what, second, third in the Big Ten in the regular season? Like, Juwan Howard's your coach. What is going on here with Michigan? They're, I think they're for sure out And I think Penn State is for sure in. I mean, they had a very impressive performance, especially down the stretch against Illinois, the way they were able to close that game out. Like, that's not easy to do uh, in Big Ten or any sort of tournament setting, and then especially against a good Big Ten team like Illinois. So, yeah, Michigan, ugh, that was just bad, bad, bad. Oh, I don't know whose performance was worse, Wisconsin the day before or Michigan yesterday. I mean, 
for two yeah. bubble teams. That was that was not impressive. Uh, and then, Kate, I know you're an Iowa alum. The Hawkeyes had a tough one yesterday against Ohio State. Do you have any hope for your Hawkeyes in the NCAA tournament, or is this going to be a, a one-and-done year again for Iowa, you think? No, I have absolutely no hope at all. And I think I have no hope because I've learned my lesson so many times. I'm like the uh, the kid who gets disappointed over and over and over again, but yet still gets like all psyched up and excited uh, every time their team plays because I I thought Iowa could win yesterday. They can win so cover, right? Yep. Not against an Ohio State team that Ohio State's been playing very well lately, but they weren't a good team during conference play. And they shot about 70% in that first half against Wisconsin. And Wisconsin couldn't hit a basket to save their life. So I'm thinking, is Ohio State really going to shoot that well again? Can their offense keep up with Iowa if Iowa's actually knocking down the shots like they typically do? Sure, Iowa can win that game. No, absolutely not. It's just disappointment after disappointment. And going into the tournament, I don't know. Maybe this is like a reverse from last year. Last year, the Hawkeyes won the Big Ten tournament, were highly seeded in the NCAA tournament. I thought that they had a chance to be a Final Four team. They get bounced in the first round. Maybe it's, you know, they get bounced in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. Maybe they go a little bit farther. But I probably won't be betting on them. I'm just going to sit back and be disappointed rather than be double disappointed and lose money. And then before we talk about some of the games going on today, UCLA yesterday, they struggled their first game without Jalen Clark. We heard that he's going to be done the rest of the season. They pulled away late from Colorado in the second half, but they were losing with like 10 minutes to go in that game. Your thoughts on UCLA, Kate? I mean, it's just, it's really a soul crusher to lose Clark, one of the best defenders in college basketball. I know a lot of people that were really high on the Bruins if he was healthy. Without him, though, do you still think this team can reach a Final Four? Do you still think they're national championship good? Like, what do you think their ceiling is? I'm not sure they're national championship good anymore. He's so important to not only their offense, but their defense. I mean, he's one of their defensive leaders. He kind of sets the tone for them on that side of the ball. I'm I'm a little worried for them. Final Four, maybe, but I don't think you can win a national championship without a player like Jalen Clark. I think that's just going to be very tough. And maybe it was, you know, this first half against Colorado, they struggled a little bit trying to just kind of figure out how to play without him. Clearly looked a lot better in the second half, but I'm, I maybe should wait to answer that question until after we see them again today or maybe another one or two games under their belt without him because um, that's he's a tough player to replace. Or I'm not sure yeah. he's really a player you can replace. No, he's he's going to be an NBA player, and he's so important to that team. Goes so well with Tiger Campbell and Jaime Hawkins. That's a tough loss to, for the Bruins. Two good Pac-12 semifinal games today, UCLA-Oregon and then Arizona and Arizona State. The Big East semifinal games, though, Kate, I mean, this is what you were hoping for. UConn mm -hmm. and Creighton and Xavier and Marquette all make it. It's going to be Marquette versus UConn, Creighton versus Xavier. Uh, in those two semifinals. We're going to talk with Mike Matnansky on that yet. Real quick, though, okay, we got like a minute left before we have to go to break. All the games today, not necessarily the one you're most excited to bet, but the one you're most excited to watch is what? I'm very excited to watch uh, UConn Creighton. I think that's going to be a fantastic game. Two of the top teams in the Big East that are streaking right now. Um, I have a play in that game. Maybe I'll tell that on the other side. Nice little tease there. But I, I think that it's going to be a, a tough one and kind of a grinded out game. 
with both uh, teams that are very good on the offensive end. So interested to see how that one shakes out, but it should be a good one. Oh, so many good games today. Can't wait to break it down throughout the show. She is Kate Constable. I'm PJ Glass. So we're going to take a quick time out here on BeckQL Daily. When we come back, Mike McNansky, host of the Friday Four Pack at MikeMcNansky.Substack.com, is going to join us, give his thoughts on the Big East tournament and the Boston Celtics as well. <laughs> 